It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Christian McCaffrey. I don't have the words. Hey, he also got over 70. He got 90. 90 against that Lions run defense that had never given up 70 to a a single uh, ball carrier this this season. So he broke that streak. Go, Christian. And th- 4.5 yards per carry. Uh, they had given up 3.7 this year. Do you ever see the movie Tombstone when the dude looks oh, yeah. at, I think he looks at Wyatt Werp and he's like, he's like, oh. I ain't got the words. That's just, yeah. that's me with Christian McCaffrey right now. I, I don't, I don't have the words for you. What you have meant to this team and what you've done for this team in this offense, there were runs in this game where it looks like there was nowhere to go. And he makes a little, stutter step mm-hmm. or moved his left or right. He's just got six or seven yards. And I thought the run that he made to kind of seal it before he had to go out with the stinger, just, just the power he runs with. He runs just, he's like a power runner. I never thought that about Christian McCaffrey, but he really is like a power runner. He had 132 total yards in this game. Is that how much it was? 24 total touches. And you know, I hope in the Super Bowl he touches the ball 50 times if he has to. What he has meant to this team what he has meant to this offense. I was on team never pay a running back. Just feel like, you know, other than a few guys, you can just find people to fit your system. And, you know, they're kind of a dime or dozen, but this guy is special. This guy is maybe arguably other than Mahomes. Well, also, let's say non-quarterback. This guy may be the best player in the NFL. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think what he's doing in the playoffs, I think is, is going to solidify that. He has been for him to come in and just transform things the, the way that he has in the fact that, you know, you can give the ball to Debo who was awesome in this game. You can give the ball to Ayuk who's, who's terrific and made huge plays in this game. We know what Kittle can do. Juwan Jennings makes plays, but there's no one that I want to get the ball more than Christian McCaffrey. I want him to touch it on every series, every three downs or whatever it is. I want him to touch it at least once. He's that good. And he needs to be the focal point of the Super Bowl, Dude, I don't have the words with what you've meant to this team. Well, and that's, and that was the, the, the frustrating part about the first half is we went into the green Bay game and green Bay good against the pass suspect against the run. Kyle comes out with a pass heavy game plan in the rain. Didn't make sense. Go into the lions game. Lions are incredibly suspect against the pass. Really, really good against the run came out with a really run heavy game plan. And I'm just like, what? Like, it's like you swapped the game plans, right? Like the game plan you had for green Bay is the one you should have had for Detroit. And the one you had for Detroit is the one you should have had for green Bay. But even as good as, even as good as that lions defense against the run was Christian McCaffrey still overcame Christian McCaffrey was still inevitable. Christian McCaffrey still put up 90 yards on the ground when no other ball carrier had put up more than 70 all season against this team. Four point, as you said, 4.5 yards per carry when this team had been averaging 3.7 yards given up. Like it was, and I said it last episode, immovable force against irresistible object. And the irresistible object won because Christian McCaffrey is a generational talent at the running back position. And he he doesn't look like he's slowing down, you know, like he still mm-hmm. looks like he has at least a couple good years left, which is exciting because 49ers have him for two more years on the contract that he's on. And 
let's be honest, it's 12 million bucks a year. Like that's a, that's a steal. It's a steal because right. of what he means to what he means to this offense, what he means to Kyle Shanahan as a play caller. Um, it really is, you know, Debo and, and, and CMC are the, the muses for Kyle Shanahan and his play calling. And when he has them both on the field and this offense is operating without shooting itself in the foot, it is damn near impossible to stop. And great players play their best when the lights are the brightest. And in these two games in the postseason, he's got 17 carries for 98 yards, 5.76 per carry, two touchdowns. It's all this guy does is score touchdowns. Seven catches for 30 yards all against the Packers. And then in this game, 20 for 90, 4.5 yards per carry, another two touchdowns, and would have had three if he didn't get that stinger. Four catches for 42 yards. He now is the all-time 49ers leader in a total season with playoffs, included 25 touchdowns. This dude has scored 25 touchdowns this season. Wild. Absolutely unbelievable year. He's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. He's, again, just been transformative to this offense, and, and you know, just don't have the words. Don't have the words for what he means, and, and we'll get more into the Super Bowl as, as, the, as the next couple of weeks go on. But, yeah, he, he needs to be the focal point. And then I think, you know, like we said, Debo played a great game. Ayuk had the catch that we're going to remember forever. He had the touchdown pass. But I cannot say enough about this 24-year-old second-year quarterback who was the last pick in the draft. And again, we've been belaboring this point forever. There's still some people who want to doubt him, still some people who want to call him a game manager. Take everything else out of it. Take the draft position out of it. Just, just if this is a 24-year-old quarterback, I don't care if he was taken in the first round, First pick, second pick, third pick, whatever it is, it's it's unbelievable what he's doing, what he's done, what he's accomplished in the moxie that he plays with. So in the first half, he just looked disjointed to me. He made some good throws. He was getting a lot of pressure on him in the first half. He made some good throws. He stood in there. He got hit in the mouth and throws a strike to Debo. He made some off-schedule plays. The interception, his hand got hit, but it was still a bad decision. He shouldn't have thrown yeah. that ball. He's probably got to take a sack there. But again, it happens. And I feel like in the playoffs, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride. You'll back, go back to last year. He was bad in the first half against Seattle. Phenomenal in the second half. The game against the Cowboys, I keep comparing it to a pitcher. He didn't have his best fastball, but he still got people out. He still won the game. Green Bay, all over the place in the game. But then when it matters on the last drive, he comes up huge. And then in this game, you're down 24 to 7. Nothing went right in the first half. Nothing. And you come out in the second half and just play phenomenal football. We said the numbers, 13 of 16 for over 170. Ran the ball four times for 52 yards. Huge scrambles. Huge throws. And the IU throw, I, I don't I don't want to hear lucky, like I said. We've seen this stuff happen throughout the history of football. And honestly, if that defender doesn't cut off Ayuk, maybe that's a really good pass anyway. So, it's, you know. I, I, yeah, I tweeted it out. You watched the video. That pass drops in Ayuk's hands in stride if Vildor, if he doesn't run into Vildor. Now, the fla a flag was thrown on that, and Which they later picked they, they picked it up. Right. And, but I, I tweeted it out. I tweeted out the video. It it has, uh, again, caused it went viral because um, I said it was a perfect throw from Brock Purdy because it was. It was the right read, the safety bit on the uh, crosser to Debo, and that is that is the key for Brock to then – throw to Ayuk, who was one-on-one -on -one with his defender. And again, we said it in the preview, Kendall Vildor allows a 144 passer rating when in coverage. 
to opposing quarterbacks. That is who is in coverage on Ayuk. I'm giving Brandon Ayuk the opportunity to make a play there 11 times out of 10 if I'm Brock Purdy. It was the right read. Kyle Shanahan said so in the in the postgame press conference. And the only reason why Vildor even had an opportunity to make a play on it is because he made an excellent play. He was he 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 did not lose his route to Ayuk. And while both were looking up for the ball, Ayuk ran into him, which is incidental contact. I understand that. Um, I, but to be also perfectly honest, if Ayuk doesn't make that catch and the flag is still sitting there, if Vildor makes an interception or Ayuk doesn't make the catch, I don't actually know that they still pick that flag up. That would be an interesting what if. But it was definitely the right play, and it was a great throw Uh regardless of, of, of the outcome. So per Purdy second half, he threw for 150 plus yards, rushed for 45 plus yards, completed 80% of his passes, averaged 10 plus yards per rush and had zero turnovers. No other QB in the last 30 years has done all that in a single half in the regular or the postseason. This shit is not easy to do. We have seen how many people fold in postseason games. He has done it now twice in a row where he hasn't really had his fastball and come back closed games out. Last week, he has the game-winning drive. This week, he has the game-winning second half where he brings his team back in a historic comeback. 24 years old, this guy is already doing things like this. And you have seen, again, great quarterbacks who are more physically gifted than him, right? Because that's all anybody wants to say. Shit the bad in these moments. Can't get it done. Dak Prescott, you know, he was an MVP front runner. How many times have we seen him fold in the playoffs? Lamar Jackson. Lamar was... Awful. awful other than a couple a couple of plays you know he had the long touchdown pass in the first quarter maybe a couple of other things he was terrible his offensive yeah. coordinator didn't help him out but he he did not play well jordan love didn't play well another young quarterback towards the end of the packers game we see it over and over and over again qb shrink in big moments there's a reason in the afc only i, I could look at it but it's only it's been manning roethlisberger mahomes and brady in like 20 of the last 23 super bowls that's it because yep. you know those guys are those guys are clutch and they've been able to make the plays where other people haven't. Now in the NFC, it's been different. There's been the only quarterbacks to repeat in that time have been Wilson and Eli Manning. But to make these plays and, and make these comebacks, you can't teach it. You either have it or you don't. So the Niners have a quarterback. I don't think he's going to regress from this. I don't think he's 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 the moment's going to automatically start being too big for him. They have a quarterback who you know now in big situations. So that was always the question. Well, can he come back? He hasn't showed us that. Is he going to be able to come back? Well, he's done it twice in a row when the lights are the brightest. So now you have a quarterback who's probably going to be your quarterback for a while, who you know in a big-time game. It doesn't matter if you're down and you need one drive, or it doesn't matter if you're down by 17 in the second half. You know you have a guy behind center who can bring you back, and you cannot put a price on that. So it's it was a special moment. Even more special when you consider the story. If you're not looking at this guy and you don't understand how special this story is for a guy who was a seventh round pick and the last pick in the draft, for a guy who was third string on his team last year, who got an opportunity because of two people got injured ahead of him. That's the only reason why. And came in and just grabbed it by the throat, almost won MVP this year and did this in the playoffs. If you can't appreciate that, I said, if you can appreciate it, you're an idiot or you don't know anything about football. It's an unbelievable yeah. story, and, and Niner fans should be thrilled to have this guy behind center.